0: We often talk about like finding your niche in an ideal person. And the way I used to explain it to my podcast clients is that you're in a room, you can be on a stage or you can be at a dinner party, and you're talking to this one person. Everyone else can listen, but that one person needs to know you're talking to them. And now as you were talking, I reflected on that and said, yes, and also, I'm no longer talking to this one person anymore. Those other people that are listening now, I want to try to talk to these other people what I have to say is still the same, but that person and how I'm saying it to them may be different.
1: Welcome back to another episode of When Hers United, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, and I truly appreciate you listening in. This is season 11, episode five, entitled, Live a Colorful Life with Nikita Burks-Hale. Before we jump into the interview, I want to tell you more about me and When Hers United, the podcast. I believe that success leaves clues. And When Hers United, the podcast was created to give you the clues you need to succeed in business, mindset, personal development, and self-care. These are the four pillars we stand on here at Windhurst United, which is why they are emphasized so we all can live a complete and fulfilled life both personally as well as professionally. I also believe that you can't be what you can't see, which is why Winhurst United showcases women of color entrepreneurs. If you love Winhurst United, please invite someone you know to listen. And tell your friend to tell a friend. Let's spread the knowledge, y'all. You know, we believe in being empowered and empowering on. Now, without further ado, let's get into season 11, episode 5, entitled Live a Colorful Life with Nikita Burks Hale. So we're back with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur,
0: Nikita. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I am super excited to be here. I'm looking forward to this real conversation.
1: Yay. So excited to have you. Right. So before we get started, I'm going to tell you all more about Nikita. Nikita burks whose pronouns are she and her, is the CEO and chief coloring officer at Headphones and Crayons a space for integrating voice, sound, creativity, and color. Nikita's passion and magic lie in creating and facilitating programs, workshops, and color-centered experiences that spark creativity, boost productivity, and increase your calm one crayon at a time. Nikita is also the host of Headphones and Crayons, an art-infused podcast that explores the integration of voice, sound, color, and creativity and its relationship to business, human potential, and inner self. And let me tell y'all, I was a guest on Nikita's podcast. I think the episode is coming out real soon. So make sure you check out the episode with me in it, of course, right? Because I'm, you know, vein a little bit. Right. But also check out her other episodes. And I'm going to include the link to her podcast in the show notes.
0: Yay, Nikita. Yes, let's do this.
1: All right. And uh, let me tell y'all the background. Right. So Nikita and I officially met virtually by both being members of a group coaching program. So shout out to our fearless coach, Bethany Hawkins. Yes. Crackers and soup. Yes, crackers and soup. And I wanted to put in a plug just for the value of group coaching programs, right? Because not only do you get to learn and grow, you also get to network and hopefully meet new friends, right? So just wanted to start it off with that, right? Because we met virtually some months ago last year, and then we got to meet in real life this year, right? So you never know what's going to happen. All right, so Nikita, let's get started with you telling us the origin of your company, Headphones and Crayons.
0: Hmm. So the origin of headphones and crayons really has been this transformation. It started originally as a podcast production company mm. that was formerly named Journey Girl Magic Productions. And from there, I really had some struggles with trying to integrate sound in the podcasting, and then this voice, color, and creativity. And I had the podcast shortly before, and then one day suddenly. Headphones and crayons. I was like, "This is the name of my podcast." Why is this not the name of my business? Because it really is this integration of voice and sound, and then now color, creativity, and actually innovation. So the back backstory, that like real talk story, is that headphones and crayons came from a really dark time mm. after the birth of my second child. Postpartum depression and anxiety became a real thing, and it was actually at the height of when my business was doing amazingly well. So Journey Girl Magic Productions was on track to make six figures in one year. We had 20 plus clients, had a team of seven. And I just remember after every night, I would just be numb because I just was not in a good place mentally, physically, health-wise. And I realized that this is not no longer something that I loved, that I could wake up and do every single day. So that coupled with newborn life really allowed me to make some tough decisions. and shut that company down. And in that process, I remember one night I just was not feeling very, you know, very in tune with life. I was like, I don't even know if I can do this thing anymore. This business, this parenting, this life thing, real talk. Mm. And I remember looking over in at three o'clock in the morning in my living room, stuff was everywhere because I had a toddler and a newborn picking up one of my son's crayons and just coloring back and forth for 30 minutes. And I lost track of time. And when I came back, I was like, you know, I feel a little bit better. I think I can do this thing called life a little longer. I've got a little bit more hope. And so that sent me on this journey to figuring out what happened in that 30 minutes. And what it was was this space to just be, this space to quiet the noise, which is something I've always talked about in everything that I do, and tap into me, what I needed, what was important to me, what made me feel good. And as a result, be good, do good, and live for my greater good. And so that became kind of the birth of headphones and crayons, creating that space for people to do that, whether it's coloring, painting, storytelling, any and all in between.
1: Mm, I love that. That was so deep. Thank you for, you know, getting transparent and letting us know the real, right? Because I feel like a lot of times, you know, we see the glitz, we see the glam, right? But it's so much backstory behind that. And a lot of entrepreneurs shy away from telling Those stories that really touch a person's heart and let them know, you know, like we're all running this human race together. Right. And these are some of the ways that I've survived some of the things Mm -hmm. that I had to go through. Right. Mm -hmm. So you talked about one of our favorite things around here. Right. Pivoting. And we're going to get back to that. Right. Because I think it's super important, you know, in life and in entrepreneurship. And I'm super like, I'm glad to hear that you gave yourself the permission to do so. Cause I think a lot of times we get stuck and we feel like we got to follow this path that we first set out to do else. I don't know. Things are going to blow up or whatever. Right. right. So I'm so glad to hear that. I am glad to hear that you are doing what you love now. And I love to see you work when I tell y'all, listen, there's something about Nikita. Nikita has like a meditation, yoga Zen thing about herself. Right. And <laughs> You know, even in being a guest on her podcast, like I left so relaxed and I also had the pleasure of hearing her speak and everything she does is thought provoking. And it is Mm -hmm. about tapping into you at that moment and taking that time to think, which I feel like in a busy world, we don't always take the time to do it, but it's super important, right? I'm so glad that it was crayons sitting next to you, you know, in your moment of not knowing
0: what to do next, right? Like I'm so grateful for that. You and I both, because it really just, I mean, here we are. Who would have ever thought that a year or two later that I would have an entire business centered around coloring? Like, no. And here we are.
1: Right, right. I love that. I love that. And I also love your courage, you know, this piggybacks on the pivoting, right? Like that courage to let go, you know, even with like a lot of people let money be their influence, right? Like even with six figures, which is, you know, like one of the first, entrepreneurial milestones, right? Like you feel like, ooh, Mm -hmm. six figures, you know, like I've made it. Even with that in front of you, it's like, no, this is not working for my whole person, you know, which is something that we definitely stand on here at Winhurst United, right? Like we are whole people and we Mm -hmm. have to cater to all of those parts else.
0: What is it really for? Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I lead with that saying six figures, because that is the thing people qualify you for and so it is intentional for me to say six figures not to qualify myself but to show folks i had that and i chose to let it go so did that make me powerful or did my decision to let that go make me powerful and it's Mm -hmm. the latter
1: right right i love that i love that right like it makes me think of what they say like Like when you do something that you love, you could work hours on end, Mm -hmm. you know, and not feel like you're working. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I definitely don't want to see entrepreneurs like leaving corporate America or whatever kind of position they're in in a workplace where they're miserable, you know, Mm -hmm. and then going into a business where they're following the trends of dollars, which don't get me wrong, you know, Mm -hmm. follow the dollars. Right. But also make sure that there's a love and a passion Associated to that thing, right? Because Mm -hmm. then you'll just trade working for someone else to be miserable to working for yourself to be miserable. And I don't subscribe to that, you know, and definitely don't promote that for anyone else.
0: Exactly. You follow the dollars, but also make sure it makes sense. Pun intended. Right. Listen. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. So let's just briefly talk about the. benefits of coloring, right? Because, like mm-hmm. you talked about how just those thirty minutes, you know, made you feel better and made you want to continue with like, let's just get real. Like it sounded like you mm-hmm. were on a path to deciding, do I want to continue this life thing, right? So it sounded like mm-hmm. this was a life or death decision for you, you know, yeah. And in those thirty minutes, you chose life, right. So let's mm-hmm. just talk about, you know, the the benefits of coloring and what it does for a person,
0: yeah. And so, Folks, a lot of folks think coloring is just something fun and stress relief, which is true, but it is a full body experience from the sound of the coloring, which can put you into a meditative state by giving you that dopamine hit from being able to see something created, being able to shut off that one side of the brain and activate the other side, shut off that thinking and activate that creativity side of the brain so that you are not focusing on the how. You are just focusing on the be the being in that space and being present. Coloring literally allows you to release any type of anxieties that you may have. It allows you to really focus inward first. A lot of the programming and things that I do with coloring works well for folks because they're not looking at you. Mm. Oftentimes, anxiety has been one of the biggest, fastest growing phenomena in our world. I won't use phenomena, but fastest growing I don't I say even to say epidemic. Diseases.
1: Look, it's an epidemic.
0: Yeah. Our current world and as a result of the pandemic has brought up so many health and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And so anxiety is way more rampant because so many of us spent all of our time in the house, not around people. And so now being around people, how do we function? How do we human? What it means to be human and function as a human has changed for our world. And so when I'm allowed and able to color and allow folks to color, it shuts off part of the brain that typically produces anxiety. Mm. Because again, you are not looking at the person. You are not wondering with your brain and your eyes what they're going to say, what they're thinking about. Is my hair okay? Is, am I saying the right thing? Am I going to stutter? None of that matters because you are focused inward and on a specific non-moving target thing. And so coloring, the science of coloring, allows you to release that stress. It allows you to let go of the thinking part of the brain and really lean into that being part of the brain.
1: Mm, I love that. Look, I love coloring personally. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I loved it as a kid. Like I get into the shading and, mm-hmm. you know, I used to get all artsy. And for a long time, I lost that. and I'll never forget. Like I went to some kind of conference and I don't remember exactly what conference it was, but I remember one of the booths was like sit down and color. Right. And I mm-hmm. just decided like I was just trying to really take advantage of everything that was there. Right. And I sat down and I colored and I was there for a lot longer than I planned on being there. Right. Mm -hmm. But it reminded me of how much I actually enjoy coloring. And I remember Mm -hmm. this was a couple of years back, like on my social media. I'm like, oh, it's National Coloring Day. Right. Mm -hmm. Like go out and color, you know, and things like that. Right. So I definitely agree with, you know, how awesome it is to take that time and actually color how Peaceful it can be and stress relieving it could be. And I'm glad that you enlightened me, you know, on the deeper levels of that, right? So this is an encouragement, y'all go out and color, you know, and I know Nikita got some coloring books, right? So if you're looking for a coloring book to color, we're going to have to hit Nikita up, you know, and get Definitely. a coloring book, right? Because she got some good ones. She
0: got some good ones. I got some good ones that are really applicable to life. So yes.
1: Yes. All right. So now let's go back to pivoting in business. So you told us, you know, how you left one business because it wasn't doing what you needed it to do. And this is not your first rodeo, so to say, in relation mm-hmm. to entrepreneurship. So I just kind of want to just highlight some of the pivots that you've made over time and mm-hmm. the lessons that you've learned as a result.
0: Yeah. So I've done a lot of pivoting and I'll I'll say exactly some of those pivots. And then I'm also kind of overlay colors and how it relates as well. So I've always been creative. I started off undergrad in dance, got two degrees in dance, taught in the school system for a while. Then I kind of pivoted to massage therapy. From there, I've worked in higher ed for 10 plus years and then podcast production and now creativity and innovation. So a lot of different things But there are a lot of similarities as well. One, creative embodiment. So things that affect moods and people other than words. Mm. So whether that is through movement, whether that is through like relaxation, using relaxation as a tool, working with youth and other folks and how their brains work in higher ed and how that brings really informs the work that I do. I love to think of my work in the form of color, obviously, but different shades. So if I had to say my journey of pivoting was a color, I would say it's purple. And what it looked like is before it used to be this really bright, dynamic purple. And I used to be, I've always been a quieter type of person, but the work that I did was very powerful, very impactful. And then it got to a point where I'm like, this no longer like soothes me. This no longer feeds me and fuels me of who I am. And so that different shade of purple comes in, whether it's a bright purple, whether it's a more muted purple. What does it look like if I am working with velvet? What is the Mm -hmm. feel of velvet? Is that more relaxation? Could that be my massage therapy career? And so when I think about pivoting and business and life, you really hone into those different shades. You may look at my journey and say that I've like switched a lot. I don't know. I'm multi-passionate. I don't know what I want to do. I'm not focused. But there was actually a lot of focus and intention in every single thing I did. And there were different shades of purple. Who I am has never changed in any of that, in any of those pivots. I've always been the same person. Folks in high school, my very first students that I taught will always say I was this calming presence. My massage therapy clients always put them to sleep without a doubt. And so I never changed, but what I needed, the hue that I needed, the texture that I needed shifted and changed. And as a result, I adjusted accordingly. So when we think about pivoting, I don't think about it as changing, but maybe shifting. More so mm. shifting and of course realigning to who you truly are in that moment, knowing that, that will also shift as life goes on and you shift.
1: Mm, that was deep. Listen, Nikita <laughs> got away with words, y'all. She got away <laughs> with words. I was mesmerized <laughs> for a minute. Look, I almost didn't know what to say. I almost didn't know what to say. That was so, so good. I love that, right? And like you talked about, oh, people may say you were all over the place, right? But mm-hmm. I heard the exact opposite, which I wanted to hone in on, right? Like I heard, like to me, it sound like baseline, right? Any people that know me know, like my thing is data. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, like, I heard a baseline. You know, your baseline is creativity, you know, mm-hmm. and in different ways it has come out, right? So the core thing to me stayed the same. But the way that core thing came out is what differed. And it's so funny. I'm actually in a coaching program right now, which they talk to us about figuring out what your thing is and realizing that that thing can take on many different shapes and forms. And a lot of times we think, you know, if a person likes to talk, then they should be a speaker on a stage. Well, maybe Mm -hmm. not. Maybe they should Mm -hmm. be a teacher. Maybe they should be on the radio. Maybe they should, you know, do online trainings like it's so many different ways that your gifts can show up. And it doesn't mean that you're flip flopping. You know, you're just figuring out different paths to suit that particular gift. Right. So that's what I heard, you know, in relation to that. Right. So I love that. I love it. And I love your shift.
0: Oh, I was going to say, and it's not something we talk enough about. Like I remember in our group coaching program, we were in together me really struggling with letting go of like podcast production Mm -hmm. because it was who I was. Like it was what I was known for, what I did in these streets. And I felt like I was either being dishonest or just, I felt like I was losing a part of myself because I felt like I had to abandon a part of myself. And what it was is like, no, I'm always gonna do podcast production in some way, shape or form, whether it's mine, whether it's helping folks and volunteering at local community centers to run a small podcasting camp for youth. like That's going to be a part of me. But oftentimes in these entrepreneur streets, we make it real tough. Either you have to pivot completely, or it has to be you're burning this down and starting something fresh, and you have to leave behind what was before. And we don't talk enough about like, what if that's not the case? What if you're just shifting slightly? What if you're always going to be what you were? And it's not about changing, but again, it's about going deeper into something else. I'm not leaving audio. Part of what I do is that integration of voice. Voice is audio. Sound is audio. How does that show up? Is it somebody's voice? Is it a podcast? Or is it the sound of a color pencil or a crayon? And so I just don't think that's talked about enough is that it's okay to pivot and not pivot and everything in between. You get to define how big of a pivot, what that looks like for you.
1: I love that. I love that. You just actually reminded me of something that I'm personally going through, right? Because I've been podcasting for almost in one week, it'll be five years, right? So matter of fact, by the time y'all hear this episode, it'll be the five-week anniversary, right? I think this episode comes out. Yeah. So, you know, so five years podcasting today, Mm -hmm. right? And... I'm known as the podcast lady, the queen of podcasts, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people affectionately call me that, right? So then I went into teaching people how to podcast, being a Mm one-on-one podcast launch coach, right? And over time, I realized that I don't really know if that's what I want to do, Mm -hmm. you know? So now I'm leaning more into helping people with media kits and sponsorships and stuff like that. But I also don't want to completely let go of that, helping people to become podcasters because. You know, I have the knowledge, right? People see me as that person. So then I'm thinking of a shift or a pivot. Mm -hmm. To Mm -hmm. creating an online course, you know, or something that is digital, whereby I don't have to put in that one-on-one time, but I can also give people what they need in relation to that since some people come to me for that thing, right? So Mm -hmm. that just made me think of exactly that. And it took me a long time to actually accept. First, it took me a long time to accept that people want to be the podcast coach because that was not my dream, right? But Mm -hmm. I gave the people what they wanted, you know, but then to realize like, that's not really what you want to do, Nicole. So mm-hmm. it's okay to move in a different direction, right? Like mm-hmm. that, so I can relate totally to what you said. Like, yeah. it's real. It's so it real. Is.
0: It is. We often talk about like finding your niche in an ideal person. And the way I used to explain it to my podcast clients is that you're in a room, you can be on a stage or you can be at a dinner party and you're talking to this one person. Everyone else can listen, but that one person needs to know you're talking to them. And now as you were talking, I reflected on that and said, yes, and also, I'm no longer talking to this one person anymore. Those other people that are listening now, I want to try to talk to these other people. What I have to say is still the same, but that person and how I'm saying it to them may be different. Mm. And so we often think we need to shut that door when a new opportunity is one door closes, another one opens. But what if it's not the door that's closing? Like, What if it's just like the entrance to the door looks different now. It's not a square. Or what if it's a window now instead of the door, but they're right next to each other and it's still both going through. And so I'm a very visual person. So I love to think of these visuals that go along with it. But that's what this makes me think of. It's not as always as simple as shutting something off and starting something new. Rarely is it actually. Right. But it's what are you taking with you? What have you learned? What are those lessons? And also what are the things you loved about what you were doing? because it wasn't all bad. You didn't want to burn it all down to the ground. What are you taking with you that can then fuel and build what you're doing next?
1: Right, right. I love it. I love it. The evolution, the evolution of entrepreneurship, right? (laughs) That's really good. So you talked about creativity and innovation, right? And literally, y'all, like, you know, the guests do not get the questions. So, you know, like I always say, you know, my guests are psychic, right? Because they be knowing what I write, right? But today it just let me know just the alignment, you know, and how in tune we are, right? So I wrote on my cheat sheet, right? I said, Nikita is so innovative in this coloring space, right? Like, I truly think you are, right? Like, in addition to you know, your podcast, coloring books, like you also have a membership group. You have Mm -hmm. customized coloring experiences for your clients and, 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 right? So y'all be sure to check out her website, right? Cause that's where you get all the deets for all the amazing (laughs) things that she have going on. Right. But I want to focus on your coloring books, right? Like I'm a, I'm in several different Facebook groups. One of them in relation to authors. And I see different people talk about wanting to create a coloring book or creating coloring books, and it's actually something that I thought about personally in the past. So, what advice do you have for someone that actually wants to create a coloring book? Like, where should they start?
0: Hmm. It's interesting because I've only gotten this question one other time, and it's similar to the word innovation and innovative. I never have thought about it as like, oh, I can tell folks this can be another thing to kind of teach and educate and mentor because that's who I am at heart. And so it just makes me pause and like, hmm, that's a great question. Listen. So I would say, look for what's different and not about like what makes you stand out, but think about why you want to create this coloring book and what's different about it. Because there are plenty of coloring books out there. Yes. And Also, there needs to be plenty of coloring books, but for you, what makes it different? So, the reason why my coloring books consistently go out of print, consistently, I'm selling out and I have to order more is because of the message and the entire thing around it. It's not just about the coloring book. And for some, it is, and know that that's okay as well. But for me, it's an entire experience. When I create my coloring books, I am, if I'm doing the color by numbers, then I want you to count backwards from five. You have five. You can only choose five colors. Because in life, we have so many opportunities, so many things, and we feel like we never can get enough. So limiting or making you intentional and choosing five colors will then refocus your brain that you only have to worry about what's in front of you. There's always going to be more possibilities, but right now what you have is just enough. So to actually answer the question, you know, some of those people give you this lesson, you're like, yeah, but did you actually answer my question? To actually answer the question, create a story around it first. What is your story in creating that coloring book and how can that lend to making your coloring book super special for you? Mm. So that's the, like the, the shading and the gray and, and the nice. The tactical thing is one, figure out what kind of coloring book you want to make. Is it a color by number? Is it a mandala? Is it animals? Is it swear words? Like what do you want to make first? Knowing that you can always do more. Forget the and, what do you want to do right now? and then focus on bringing that to life. Look around and see who else has created that coloring book. Can you link up with them and get some feedback? Can they help you along with the process? Can you hire someone on Fiverr to help you bring this to life? Because in the beginning, I'm not a visual artist drawing things. I've since gotten a lot better. But that first one, I collaborated with someone because I knew I could not bring it to life in the way that my brain wanted to with the skills that I currently had at that time. So I had to collaborate. So, again, figure out your idea. What's your story that's going to make that idea even more amplified? And then three who can help you along the way.
1: We got merch. Go to winhersunited.com forward slash shop to check out the WinHers t-shirts. There are two options available for you in multiple colors. One is called the WinHers Courageous t-shirt, and the other is called the WinHers Birthright T-shirt. The material is top-notch and the designs are too cute. Remember, you're a every day, so you might as well wear the T-shirt. Get yours today at WinHersUnited.com forward slash shop. Mmm, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it, right? And it was the, well, it was two things that stuck out to me, right? The creative story is such a unique, you know, approach to the thing, right? Because like me personally, like I love a good story, right? And mm-hmm. I do scrapbooking is one of my loves, right? And my mm-hmm. scrapbooks tell a story, you know? And, and I think that that does pull a person into a thing. A story pulls a person in. I, I never thought of that. So I thought that was super amazing. And I, when I tell you, you know, so side note. Right. Like when I come up with these questions, right. And this is just the way my brain works. Right. Like when I come up with these questions, I envision a type of answer. Oh, the answer Mm -hmm. will probably go like this. Right. Mm -hmm. And never, ever, ever you know, did I envision you talking about collaboration and networking, right? Which is something that we talk about time and time again, in relation to growing your business and being successful, right? So I was so Mm -hmm. happy to hear you say that, you know, a lot of times we feel like we have to operate in this silo, you know, and Mm -hmm. figure things out all by ourselves, right? And Mm -hmm. Build it from the ground up, you know, and, and just exactly. prolong the journey, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Right. So to hear you say you didn't know the thing and you partnered with somebody who did like that just really made my heart sing. And I think that was amazing advice.
0: Thank you. You're life welcome. Is, life be life. And then we have the best ideas. And also, if we can't make those ideas happen quickly, then they're going to go away. There's so many great, amazing ideas I've had. And then my five-year-old walk into the room and I don't even know what I was talking about. And now it will never come into fruition. And that's okay. But when I do have something that's important to me, then I know, all right, I got a week to do 80% of it. Because if I don't take those steps and do it in this moment, I'm never going to do it. Take a week to get it 80% of the way. And then you could take the next year to hone and iterate and whatnot. As opposed to spending years preparing and prepping and getting it ready and never actually doing anything.
1: Right, right. So. That reminds me of our previous guest. So Tiffany Williams, her episode mm-hmm. is, I want to say season five, episode 18. Listen, some of them stick in my brain, some of them don't, right? And advice that she gives often or saying and she says done is better than perfect. Right. So to me, hearing you say that 80 percent and then taking the other time to mm-hmm. figure that out, like that's that's what I heard. You know, let's yep. get something out there because you can always improve as you go. But yes. going to me, you know, gives you some meat, so to say, in the thing, yeah. you know, to be able to know what you need to improve on. Right. Because if you in that dark. You ain't going to know what you need to improve on, you know, and then you're going to still stay in the dark. Like, it's just a whole mess. Right. So get it out there. Exactly. Get it out there and then Mm -hmm. figure it out. Right. So, Nikita, tell us what you do besides coloring to keep your mind moving in a positive direction.
0: In a positive direction. Mm. It's interesting what the brain catches on because at first I heard to keep the brain moving and I was like a parent. But then you said in a positive direction. So that took me somewhere else. I connect. I really am intentional about bringing people into my space. And for someone who is an introverted people person, that's a big deal because people drain my energy and I'm, I can be perceived as really quiet, but I crave connection. Mm. And so that's what keeps me hopeful because in these entrepreneurial streets, it can be real lonely. Like it feels like we are all in this same coffee house, but we are on our computers with our own headphones on and nobody, we're all on the same webinar, (laughs) but nobody's talking. It's a webinar, not a Zoom room. And so Mm. I'm trying to make this Zoom room where I am constantly connecting with people. And it feels really awkward because we don't know how to connect, not business forward. And so what keeps me positive right now is creating ways to connect with other people saying, hey, I've heard about you. We've been in the same circles. I've heard your name four times in this last week. Can we just do a coloring chat or can we take 30 minutes and just connect with each other? We can talk about the business, but also I just want to know about who you are. And it's really interesting how, again, seemingly awkward that feels in the beginning, but then we have this connection like, oh, you're from this place or you do this or tell me about your journey. Oh, I can relate as well. And so once we have that initial connection, when things get hard, then we have somebody we can go to. We like their post more on social media. So therefore we're seeing their posts more on social media. Social media has a lot of downfalls, but it also has some things to work in our favor. So again, when I'm connected with people, I like their posts more. So they show up on my feed more. So that interaction I had with them is now in my brain and I'm getting those little dopamine hits more. of like, that was a cool person. Yay, they're doing this. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now is, is intentional connection. That keeps I me positive. I love that
1: yeah I love that. so that that's so funny because I've heard in different settings, right? Like the best way to get over yourself is to get outside of yourself, mm-hmm. right? And that's basically what I heard. You know, mm-hmm. things, you know, may not be going the way you want, you know, or even if it is, right? Like how do you take it one notch up? And for you, right. that's connecting with other people, learning about other people, you know, and staying in touch with those people. What Shami hints is, getting outside of yourself. So I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Yes. Listen, y'all make them <laughs> connections because you never know what those connections will lead to. Right. You know, it's right. so funny. So you mentioned, look, and I, I'm i like, well, Nikita, that don't make sense. Right. Like you said, you're <laughs> an introverted people person. Right. Like <laughs> and I have what well, I'm an ambivert, Right. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm introverted. Sometimes I'm extroverted. And I'm one of those people that if you talk to me, I talk your ear off, right? Mm -hmm. But if you wait for me to approach you, it may Mm -hmm. or may not happen. It all depends on my mood, the moment, what I, you know, like if something pops in my head to say, because to me, it just feels awkward Mm -hmm. going up to a person saying, hey, my name is Nicole. Like it just feels weird. Like it feels better to me saying, oh, I saw you doing this. I think that's amazing. Or, oh, you know, like having some kind of context to talk about, right? So, do you have any advice for, You know, those introverts that were like, okay, Nikita, I'm not doing that. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not
0: doing that. Yeah. Do it your way. I would say because we were recently, like we connected in person for the first time at PodFest. That was for me, the epitome of me doing it my way. Okay. Because again, I am a more introverted person for a variety of reasons, but my extrovertedness comes out when I serve, when I'm able Mm -hmm. to help people. and so. Do it in a way that works for you. If I see somebody is struggling because I'm an empath, I'm automatically going to be drawn to that person. So you put me in a big space, I'm able to point out and connect with those people, which then I'm talking with those people. I am offering help. I'm telling you more about yourself. So I am putting myself out there more because it's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. If you just put me in a room with people who are good, who don't care about people, who are just like, I'm doing me. I'm not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. So it also has to be in a space where you feel like you are of value. Mm -hmm. Introverts, I feel, and and this is just my opinion, often aren't speaking up because they're in spaces they don't feel valued. That's why introverts say around the right people, oh, I am the most extroverted person. I talk a lot. So around my friends or my family, they can't shut me up. Introverted are only in spaces they don't feel valued. So if you are introvert, find those spaces where you feel important, where you feel valued, where you connect with people, and then you will show up the way you truly are meant to. Mm, Yep.
1: Y'all, you know, like I'm just (laughs) so grateful that things just align. I feel like the right people just come on here, y'all. Look, because look, they coming on here. I bring the guests on here for y'all, right? But the Mm. guests are also here for me. And I'm reminded of it every single time. And I'm just so grateful you know, that I embarked on this journey to want to empower others so that they can empower others because it has been just like tenfold, you know, Mm -hmm. for myself as well. Right. That was really, really good. Right. So I wrote, find your space, find your space, find your people is what I wrote down. And I heard, and I never thought of that, but what you said made sense. Right. Because like, it's a, Sometimes you feel more comfortable in spaces, even if you don't know the people there,
0: Mm -hmm. right? So that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Like it's not, there are some things that you have to push yourself a step outside of your comfort zone. And also that comfort zone, you're more apt to do it in a space where you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't think there should ever be a space where you don't feel some sort of comfort. Right, Because if you walk to a space and there's no comfort, which often equals safety, Mm. then you don't need to be in that space, which is can be a whole nother conversation. So introverts, don't think you have to be different. Don't think that there's an opposite. Because I'm an introvert, I have to be extrovert. I have to talk to people more. Connect. Is connect the same of talking? Not necessarily. My coloring sessions, we may not say two words to each other. We may not look at each other but we are connecting in a different way. So how as an introvert can you connect with others as opposed to talking more?
1: Right, right. That's good. That's good. All right, Nikita, well, you led into my next question. Look, <laughs> and and I'll repeat again. She don't know the questions. right? I don't know any so, of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about PodFest, right? And one thing that I saw at PodFest that I truly admired from you at PodFest was the way that you got in there and you worked the thing, right? So in relation to personal development, I wanted to talk about the value of attending conferences Mm -hmm. and how to get the best out of your experience, right? And Mm -hmm. the backstory that I just alluded to a little bit, right, was that I got to watch Nikita at PodFest, right? Mm -hmm. And it's one of the biggest conferences for podcasters. We both were speakers. But Nikita, listen, Nikita showed me that she got the juice, y'all. She got the juice, right? Because PodFest is a place where you go to speak, but you can't sell from the stage. But yet the moderators were pitching Nikita's products to us, right? So with all that being said, I want to know the secret sauce, right? Like what (laughs) advice do you have for us in relation to making the most of your experiences while attending a conference, you know, getting a boost, yeah. like how you get the people to sell your stuff, you know, like I need to know what you got going on, Nikita, because it's something good. It's something
0: good. And it's it's so interesting that she mentioned that because I remember being about to get on the stage and she don't forget to get y'all's color books. And I was like, oh, OK, that's what we're doing. Oh, I didn't. I didn't do it. So, okay, sure. Okay. I was like, oh, Nakita is the (laughs) one, honey. (laughs) But I truly would say, and this goes back to what I was talking about earlier. One is do you and do it in a way that feels good for you. So there are two specific conferences that I hold in high esteem. And that is She Podcast Live and PodFest. And I remember when I applied to speak at both of those, it felt, like a space that was nurturing, that I could show up as myself fully. And so I had to first find a space that felt good for me. And then in doing that, I set goals for myself. So for PodFest, I was like, I want to be a speaker. I want to be a speaker at PodFest. And then the next year, I want to be a sponsor. It was the opposite way at She Podcast Live. I said I wanted to come back and be a sponsor and then a speaker. And so that is what I set my intentions for. It wasn't to get as many new clients as I could to get people to fill my membership. It was that I love this space and what it does for the greater good of podcasting. And as a result, I want to be all up in this space. I want to be all up in it and speak and connect with people because I know I can help people. And then I want to support people by being a sponsor and whatnot. So. That meant for me personally, for PodFest, I am a helper. So I volunteered. I got there a few days early and I said, hey, I, conference planning is something I've done for decades, a decade. And so I know the ins and outs and all the work that it takes. So I made it a point saying, I'm going to be there a couple of days before. I'm happy to help wherever I could. And then I went down and helped. So they already knew my face. They knew that I was a person who would run and get copies or who would be at the registration or who would direct people where to go. And so because those folks knew me and they knew I was reliable, that I was a good person, that got me in places that I never even thought. I remember posting in a speaking group that I'm in and I was like, this must be what it feels like to be VIP because I arrived a couple days of help and now I've been upgraded to this ticket. I'm on the main stage, the last session before the closing keynote. I've got lunch, I've got dinners, I've got all of this. And it's because I served. I did it in a way that felt good for me. So it didn't feel sleazy as me trying to hand everybody my business card and whatnot. I just know that I'm meant to help people. And my gift is seeing and helping other people be seen. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I showed up. And as a result, when I stepped out on that stage, this is the first time that I've ever gotten on any stage where I was not nervous at all. Mm. As soon as I stepped foot, all nerves went away. And I think it was because I was truly aligned. I was in a place where I served, I helped. I had conversations with new podcasters who were just lost or like, I don't know if this space was made for me. So I became a part of this greater good. And as a result, the rest was just magic. And so I would say that secret sauce is doing you and being you and showing up as yourself. If you are an introverted, but you love to help behind the scenes, help behind the scenes and that will get you in so many spaces mm. because people know that you are there to help. Now, don't lose yourself and spend the entire time behind the scenes because there is that line of where you're shying away and where you're really showing up, but do it in a way that feels good for you. That is your secret sauce because there isn't one that looks the same for everybody. It's what you bring to the table, what makes you special. Right.
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was really good, right? And I heard make yourself known, mm-hmm. right? And then I'll add on to that, make yourself known in your way, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so funny like cuz I just finished doing New York Fashion Week, which is a New York Fashion mm-hmm. Week experience, right? Mm-hmm. And this is something still new for me. This is my second season. I was invited back mm-hmm. to come for a second season, and it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? How is this mm-hmm. supposed to look and all of that, right? But one thing that I enjoy doing, and it's just a part of who I am, is taking pictures. Taking pictures Mm -hmm. is my thing, right? Like, I take pictures of myself. I take pictures of other people. I take pictures of trees. I take pictures Mm -hmm. of food. Like, all of the things. You know, hence scrapbooking, right? Like, it's really my thing. So, you know, since I've been back, I've been posting the different designers right and I like things mm-hmm. to be organized right so I didn't mm-hmm. just want to do a photo dump like I want to call out who the designer was and only mm-hmm. put the pictures from that particular designer well today the founder or the company Noir Fashion we commented on my post and goes we love you right and I wasn't doing it for that we love you right like mm-hmm. but this was me figuring out my way to be myself You know, and also make myself known. And it wasn't even really with the make myself known, but it was like, I want to be a value. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the value that for me is best to put forth at this time. Right. So it just ties in. And you just helped me even tie that together, Nikita. I'm gonna let you know.
0: Yeah. And adding in to show your value and show your expertise as you were Mm -hmm. talking, like what you do is valuable and you're damn good at it. And so don't be afraid to bring that with you. Just because you're helping doesn't mean you have to be meek or shy away. Like I bring my experience working with folks of color. So if I'm at a primarily white conference, oh, I have plenty of value and expertise and I'm going to share it with you. Mm. And so not letting the word help, like, oh, that just means that you're only doing registration behind the scenes. Whatever you do, bring yourself and also bring your value and your expertise with you. I love it.
1: Love it. Love it. And also you made me think of just servant leadership goes a long way. Right. And that yes. was a word that was often said on like season one and season two. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's came up recently. Right. But just listening to everything you said was pure servant leadership, you know, and and look at the dividends, you know, sort of mm-hmm. like what I said, as far as me wanting to help other people with this podcast and all of the dividends that have come back to me as a result. And it wasn't mm-hmm. me. You know, leading with wanting these dividends for myself. It was genuinely mm-hmm. wanting to help other people. And it's just reciprocal and it comes right. back and it comes right. back. Right. Exactly. All right, Nikita. So tell us look, and I'm going well, everything is besides coloring, right? Because we are, <laughs> I already know coloring is the thing, right? So we need to know something besides coloring, of right? Course. So, besides coloring, what does self care look like to
0: you? Mm. Well, that's a good one. So me and self-care has had a real interesting relationship. And so what I've had to say for me is what does nourishment look like for me? Mm. And so nourishment for me really looks like laughter. And so I do things that evoke laughter. And so that may be playing hide and seek with my kids Not because I love hide and seek, but because I think it's funny for them and me when I'm trying to hide behind this bed and my behind ain't fit behind this (laughs) bed. But that moment just brings pure laughter. And sometimes you just have to laugh at yourself. So self-care and self-nourishment for me looks like laughter. It looks like good, life-giving, soul-fulfilling conversations. Mm. When I can just talk with somebody and we just for real get real. And it might be good stuff. It might might be bad stuff. It might be a combination of things. But the fact that we can be real and just let down our guard, that is nourishing to my soul. And then I am all about just every once in a while, just some TV. We don't have cable, but we got the Netflix and all that good stuff. So catching up on like cooking shows or HGTV are are things that I love to do with my family as well. So yes,
1: yes. yes. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Right. I love that your first two answers literally zero dollars, zero cents, mm-hmm. zero dollars, zero cents. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's important to, you know, highlight that. Right. Because a lot of times when, you know, we think of self-care, it's like, oh, a massage or oh, nails done, feet done, <laughs> you know, all of these things that cost money. But what if you don't have the money? Or what if you have the money but you choose not to put the money into this area, right? Cause sort of like mm-hmm. you said, you know, it's like a a battle with self-care. And I think mm-hmm. all women of color can relate to that. You know, mm-hmm. we often put ourselves last, right? Right. And then if we gotta put a dollar to it, you know, our dollar is right, you know, like we right. just innately take care of everyone else, right? So the dollar's like, oh no, a dollar to me, oh my goodness, right? But laugh.
0: You know, do that thing that don't cost you no money,
1: but it'll make you feel amazing. Right. So I love that.
0: People love to laugh like that is something in my brain. What I was saying is like folks of color, black folks, we love to laugh. Right. And it is something that just unites us and brings us together. And that good, loud, wholehearted laugh. Like everything is right in the world in that moment. So,
1: Right. I love that. So I just felt inclined to say, right. So it's like, okay, Nicole, I want to laugh, but I don't know how go on YouTube, right? Pull you up some kind of comedian. Instagram has all kind of Instagram Mm -hmm. comedians and TikTok comedians, right? So search those hashtags and find those people and glean from them, right? To bring some of that laughter into your life because it's definitely necessary. I love that. Yeah, Love it. (laughs) Okay. You know, that's so funny you say that, right? So I was talking to someone in the past and it was like, oh, how do you make yourself smile so awesome in pictures? So it's like Mm -hmm. you make yourself laugh. Right. Mm -hmm. So and even my brand photographer, when I took my photography. So to get me to do Mm -hmm. a good smile, she had me start fake laughing and the fake laugh turned into a real laugh. Right. So it was like it's so funny that you said that. Right. So that, listen, we giving you all all the tips now. These Mm -hmm. are practical You know, and useful tips, right? To live a well-balanced life. I hope Mm -hmm. you take heed. I really do. All right, Nikita. So tell us about your latest win
0: and why it's important to you. Nice. As people who are watching, just saw that big smile. (laughs) This is color focused, but I really stepped out of my comfort zone and produced and sold and launched all this good stuff as an experiment. These like adult connection kits is what I'll call them. And so they're called paint me after dark kits. And it was this idea that I have had for almost a year that I wanted to do in person. And it I've always had this like more sultry and sexual side, but I just don't explore it. And so this was a way to be for me to put creativity with just this this side of me. And so it uses UV, black light crayons, it has a journal, it has a black light that comes with it. And all these other things that you can use with a partner or there's an empowerment version for those who just want to explore and connect more with yourself in a non-sexual way or sexual, you do you, it is what it is. This was a true experiment for the month of February. And so I posted and was like, this is something I've wanted to launch for a while in person. And as we talked about earlier, you can spend years preparing and actually not doing anything. So I spent this last almost year trying to find a place, not doing anything. And then in a week, I was like, Forget it. I'm just going to make these at-home kits and take the in-person location out. And I made it happen in a week. Got all the supplies. Mm -hmm. And as a result, I've sold out twice. (sighs) And when I say sold out twice, I set a goal of like four to five kits the first time, same for the second. So when I say sold out, I want to be real. It's like I've sold 10 to 12. But for me, that sold out. Not a thousand or a hundred, but I set a goal and I surpassed that goal twice. And so it's really about the goal and not the numbers. So keep that nugget for everyone listening. But the fact this was something that was new for me in a way that was new and I launched it ugly. I got it done and it was impactful. Mm -hmm. Folks love it that they're able to have glow in the dark body paint and you've got this bomb ass playlist that has all these songs and it's guiding you in my voice with different questions to connect, like what things make you strong? What do you value about your partner? What things turn you on about your partner? What was your first memory of their first date? Or what is the thing that you value about yourself? If you were to leave this earth today, what would you want yourself to know or your people to know? Mm. And it's just this entire journey that brings about connection. And so the fact that this has manifested exactly the way that I wanted and folks are getting exactly what I wanted them to get from it, is my biggest win right now. So
1: I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yes, you. that look. When I saw that thing on social media, I was like, okay. Look, <laughs> and you brought back a memory. We ain't going to talk about the memory. <laughs> exactly. You know, but you brought back a memory too, right? So <laughs> I love that, right? Like, I want, look, once I heard you say, and it's a meditation in my voice, look, sign me up for a meditation in Nikita's voice <laughs> any day. Okay. <laughs> sign me up, right? And just hearing some of the questions that even for, you know, like, because I'm a single woman, right? Like, even Mm -hmm. for the single people, Mm -hmm. you know, to connect with yourself, I think that's super, super awesome. I love the just go get them, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it right now. Mm -hmm. And then even I love your, and I would call it bravery, right? Mm -hmm. To say, you know, like, my sold out ain't look like 5,000. You know, my sold out look like 12, right? I think Mm -hmm. it's bravery to be able to say that, right? But I do agree, or should I say and, not a but. And I do agree that whatever your goal is, obtaining Mm -hmm. that goal is the win. That's part of my analytics, part of my analytics talk Mm -hmm. in relation to podcasting, right? Like Mm -hmm. I talk about my first season. My first season, I wanted to make a thousand downloads. Well, by the end of the season, I had a thousand and one. You know, now what a thousand means to someone else may not be the same as what a thousand means to me. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I set a goal and I surpassed that goal. Right. So I think that, you know, like going into living our own individual journeys is so important, especially in this social media age, this age Mm -hmm. of comparison, you know, and looking at other people and it can have you feeling like you're nothing for lack Mm -hmm. of a better term. Right. Mm -hmm. But set your own goals, run your own race, going back to some of the advice you said, do what makes you feel good. Right. And in doing that and keeping up with yourself or a term I like to say, me versus me, you know, like like you can feel good. Right. And and you can be authentic in your thing, you know, so amazing. Look, I just love all of the things, all (laughs) of the things.
0: Yeah. Just to say one more. The duality. So I had a six figure podcast production company that did very well. And also I am just as excited that I sold 12 Paint Me After Dark kits. Both are important. Both coexist. One is not more important than the other. So you can have this duality. It doesn't always have to be 10,000, 1,000. It can be 10, 5. It doesn't make you less important, less successful. Success is what you deem it for yourself. So, mm. yeah. That was good.
1: All right, Nikita. So y'all know me. I Look, I like to talk, right? So I can keep <laughs> you here all day, right? But I like to be respectful of people's times, <laughs> right? So actually three things, right? I want to know what being a win-her means to you. Any parting advice that you have for us? And then Mm -hmm. let us know where we can find you.
0: Okay. So we're going to combine the first two. Parting advice and then what does win-her mean for me? It really means showing up for yourself as yourself in a way that feels good for yourself. Mm. That's how you win every single time. Because then there's no question about... If this is the right thing, if it feels good, it's the right thing in this moment. I'm reading, again, the book Abundance Now by Lisa Nipples. And so she one of the things she has you do is, what does abundance mean for you? Define it. And so for me, it's unshakable inner knowing. That mm-hmm. moment where you just know, like, yes, this is for me. This is mine. I'm going to shine. This feels good. And so that is my first of advice is do you every single day. And that's what's going to make you a winner because you are her. You are the embodiment of who you are and you will show up as you every single time. And no one is going to be able to take that away from you.
1: Mm, I love it. Love it.
0: To follow me and to stay in touch with me, it's Headphones and Crayons on all social media. My podcast is Headphones and Crayons. And so I color with folks of color. And we literally talk about different things in life based on the coloring sheets that I've created. They choose one and we just have a real chill conversation. It's a real low-key vibe. And then I have my coloring community. So that is The Color Crew. And that's where you get a coloring sheet from me each week. We have weekly coloring hours. We come together and just relax and de-stress. So all that information and everything that I do is at headphonesandcrayons.com.
1: Yes, y'all make sure y'all go follow Nikita. Look, sign up for the membership group, get y'all some coloring books, all of the things, all of that. because they are so awesome. And I think your work is just so needed, so creative, mm-hmm. and such a lesson in, you know, beating your own path and I would say living a colorful life. So, you know, just thank you so much, Nikita. Thank you for joining us. Look, gracing us with your cool and, you know, your cool vibes and your
0: relaxed spirit. Right. So appreciative. Yes. Thank you for having me. And I just wish you all the light and love going forward. Thank you.
1: I really enjoyed this interview with Nikita and I hope you did as well. My takeaway for today is to be true to myself in all that I do. I really appreciated Nikita's wisdom of how everything doesn't have to look the same for everyone. I really, really needed this reminder. And listening to Nikita has given me the permission I needed to trust my journey. But enough about me. How about you? What's your takeaway from this episode? Send me an email and let me know. My email is winhersunited at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. One of my models is sharing is caring. So I sure hope that you care to share. Also, don't forget to go to winhurstunited.com forward slash podcast. This is where you'll find the show notes for this episode. You can read Nikita's full bio, get the links to connect with Nikita, get the Cash App handle for WinHurse United, get the direct link to my Buy Me A Coffee page, get the link to get your WinHurst t-shirt, and more. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur. But until then, as always, be empowered and empower on.